You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Mulan 2020. To save her father from death in the army, a young maiden secretly goes in his place and becomes one of China's greatest heroines in the process. All right, let's jump into the spoiler-free section of the review. What'd y'all think, guys? I actually enjoyed this movie quite a lot. Um, I do think if they had told us it was going to be more of a martial arts wirework type movie instead of trying to get us to believe it was going to be historically accurate um i think a lot more forgiveness all around would be given to this movie because i know a lot of people are have complained about the lack of mushu and the loss of the entire musical soundtrack mm-hmm. which if you want to know my thoughts on that go check out the other podcast yeah uh but yeah. at the same time, I, I still think it was, this was a much better movie than I was expecting. I was, I, I wish we'd have gotten to see this on the the, uh, the theater screen. Yes, yeah, that would have been so much better. But hey, you you do what you got to do. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Jacob, hmm. I assume Jacob. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Huh? Doesn't that sound a little familiar? Like another, we did this on another podcast. Well, that's what I was going to say in just a second. I was going to say, if you haven't already, feel free to go check out the Cellcast uh, as, as they have just, as we basically, I just guest starred over there in the episode on Mulan, the animated version. Uh, we're basically doing this as a double feature. So make sure you check them both out. That's the Cellcast with one L uh, uh, on podcasts everywhere, pretty much. So Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except Spotify. We are not on Spotify yet. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Precisely. <laughs> There you go. Once I once I fix the first two episodes, I'll actually try to do it. <laughs> well, that's like this one on YouTube. I wish I could get it on there, but I have to do it all manually because the company that I go through doesn't auto, can't automatically do it anymore. Like used to, they did, could before I got on, but now I have to like go do it all manually, and I haven't. So anyway, okay. It's just ours, used, ours could do it, but I had to. I, I had to make a decision early on, and I just decided. I'm, I'm going to try and fit, do it in a different way, but well, I, I haven't done it yet. I may have to look at how y'all do it, because that's one of those things I know we need to do, is get on uh, YouTube as well. So, Well, I, I'm thinking of turning it into almost a video podcast and then having the audio version. Sure, essentially. sure. So, that could work, too. Yeah, I had the same thought at one point, because I know people who don't listen to podcasts but watch videos. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. All right, so my spoiler-free review, uh, I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I do understand a lot of people's complaints about this film, uh, but I frankly, it's like, okay, I see your point, but I still enjoyed the film. Uh, like I said over on the Cellcast, I got the chance to watch this at a, uh Airbnb with a very nice home entertainment uh, center, basically a theater. I watched and- it here at home. Yeah. <laughs> so be like nice rear projection on the wall. I don't know how big the screen was. It was huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was just like, okay, I'm having fun. Got a uh, bunch of uh, my single friends. Well, just sat around and watched it. It was really good. Minus they kept talking half the time. I was like, guys, Have this you is the movie with this group. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I was like, guys, the movie hush. They don't hush. They don't exactly. Al was there. He don't hush. <laughs> that is true. That is guys, true. guys, moosh, moosh. <laughs> Shoo. <laughs> yeah. Shoo you. Yeah. Sorry. Now, uh, I uh, I actually I, it, yes. I actually watched this uh, today uh, beforehand. I I kind of alternated between the TV and the laptop. Like I, w- I was you know. I, Anyway, I uh, have a foot issue, so I was kind of trying to get comfortable. So I had to switch rooms a couple of times uh, <laughs> to go finish it. But yeah, I uh, watched it today. It's it's an entertaining movie. It's good. If, if you like Mulan, you definitely should check it out. If you like the original mm-hmm. anyway, um, you should check it out. Uh, or if you're into high-flying uh, martial arts movies uh, that are kid-friendly, this is also a good mm-hmm. option. Because mm-hmm. it's definitely kid-friendly, family-friendly yes, movie. I'd agree with that. So... 
Uh, and if there's nothing else, we can jump straight into the spoiler-filled section. Okay. You ready? good to me. All right, we're now entering the spoiler-filled section of this review. If you haven't seen the film, and that is a big deal to you before you listen to all the spoilers, please pause it and come back to us later after you've seen it. If you don't mind the spoilers or you've seen it already, go ahead and continue with us as we jump into the spoiler-filled section of our review. All right, guys. So speaking of spoilers... <laughs> What do y'all think of that cameo by Ming-Na Wen at the oh end of the movie? Oh my gosh! Yes! Uh, you, okay, you don't understand how big a deal that was to me. I know like, it is. I'll be down. This was so awesome. I remember uh, when this movie was first t- being talked about, Ming-Na Wen was not involved early on. Like, they had this basically, like, no, she's not in it uh, attitude. And so I was like, okay. And I was very upset about that. And so I'm watching this movie and I'm going, where could, I mean, there's so many great places. We could have could have had her play the mom. We could have had her play uh, all these different characters. And I'm like, yeah. you know, even the villa, the, the uh, I guess the, the, witch, witch, the witch, for lack of a better term, would have been a great role. And I guess really they must have just found some time in production where they lined up. So she got to play the honored guest who introduces Mulan. Mulan. Oh that's my so god! Blew my so mind. Good. Blew my mind. Best part of the film, in my opinion. But that's just because I love Ming Na Wen, uh, and I was like, "Yes, it's fantastic." Uh, now, now when I was now when I was watching with all my friends, I, I saw Ming Na Wen. And I was like, "Yes!" It's like, "Yes, she's in it." And everyone's like, "What? In the what are you doing?" Be like, "It's the original like, Mulan." Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were like. Oh yeah, she did the voice Mulan. It's like yeah, she yeah. was Fa Mulan instead of Hua Mulan. Mulan. True, yeah. because we actually use the actual Chinese words in this movie. Yeah. True, they actually get a little more things correct. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, oh yeah, I geeked out like beyond, but like yes, it was a great scene. It was it good. Was. I mean, it's very little, and again, like I said, it's probably just they were able to make it work. After all, yeah. she has a very busy, busy schedule. She was shooting Agents of Shield. A lot of other stuff, I think, during this. So, you know. yeah, no, it was it was Disney owned anyway. I'm glad it worked out. Still, I mean, you're talking about <laughs> chi- being in China versus being in America, where where Shield was shooting. That's yeah. true. I think they shot some scenes in other places too, though, because I think it, yeah. during the credits it mentions uh, Canada it mentioned, and yeah, uh, I, and New Zealand. And, so and New it, Jersey, I think. Oh well, yeah. Probably. I think I saw in there. Jersey? I was watching I'm the sure it's like a studio yeah. environment. <laughs> okay, <gotcha>. Probably. <laughs> hey, uh, get out of the way, you bum. No, I... Uh... <laughs> no. Although I was... that would be an interesting location for uh, a Mulan's home to be, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's a very different live-action Mulan film when she's from Jersey. I just, Mulan uh... in the Bronx. <laughs> Yeah, Mulan from Jersey, right across from New York. <laughs> She's trying to be in a play, but it's a guys only show. I don't yeah, know. You know. That's that's the difference. It's a West Side story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, she's trying. Well, I guess it could be like a really timepiece, like early 1900s, and she's trying to be the woman in the gu- in a show back when it was only men allowed in the shows. Right. So maybe, maybe. she's uh, trying to be a she's a woman trying to be a man at, who's playing a woman. That could yes. be entertaining. That would be entertaining. And if you do it right, you could have brought the music back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> uh, the songs, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Mulan from Jersey. Uh, that would be an interesting. <laughs> stage show at the very least um maybe a little racist though i don't know <laughs> just a touch <laughs> just a megaton maybe um so <laughs> this movie um is like we've already mentioned is the the live action adaption loosely adapted from the uh the uh, the 1998 animated film i think it's more based around or trying to be more like the story in some ways the original mm-hmm. story yeah. Um, hence why the name is a little different. Uh, why we're getting Mulan. Uh, what is it? Hu Mulan? Hua. 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 Mulan. It's similar to Fa, but it's Hua. Yeah. 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 Hua Mulan. Yeah. And I think they mean the same thing or are pronounced they do. Or written there's, similar. My understanding is, is there's two different ways to translate in writing yeah. that particular bit of. I can't remember what the Chinese word for that writing style is. Yeah. But and in one case it comes out fa, and the other case it comes out hua. Yeah. But hua is closer to how it would have been pronounced. 
Yeah. Um, all right, let me. So um, in this film, we get a pretty good cast. Let me pull that up real quick because I had it somewhere. Um, one of them uh, I, I that I automatically recognized. Well, I mean, mo a lot of these I automatically recognized. Mm -hmm. One that was pretty cool to me, and I assume uh, that Drew was a big uh, notice. Oh, one I, right I know who I knew who it was from the first trailer. If we're talking about the same person, are you talking about the mom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. I, I'm talking about Keiko O'Brien. Keiko O'Brien. Yeah. Um, played by oh, what's her name? Uh, no, I don't remember actually. <laughs> But no, in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and then in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, that actress played uh, Chief O'Brien's wife. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was going, sing. I was yeah. trying to you, find You remember name. a few weeks ago on Lower Decks how they mentioned the greatest Starfleet officer of all time? <laughs> yes. Chief Miles O'Brien. Yes. His wife. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Is Mulan's mother. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, which technically would make her Molly, which kind of is close to Mulan, but <laughs> yeah, that's uh played by uh, Rosalind Chow. Yes, that's her. That's name. who played her. Um, also, we get Jason Scott Lee who plays Bori Khan, mm -hmm. um, who also played David in uh, Lilo and Stitch. And Lilo and Stitch. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, Entirely anyway. different role, I might add. Yeah, go check out that episode on the Soulcast. It's really good. Yeah. Also, we get Jet Li as the Emperor. Yeah, yes. I totally did not realize that was uh, Jet Li when I saw him. Mm -hmm. A little that was a, gra that was a great role for him. A mm -hmm. little known fact: when he first read it and saw the amount of money they were willing to pay him, he turned it down uh, until his daughter is pointed out that it's uh, it, the the importance of doing movies that uh, will help uh, or that portray Asian Ameri or Asian characters as well as empower women, and then he went and did it. So hmm. oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, good cast. I think it was a well done movie. Even uh, and I don't know how to pronounce. Is it Yif uh, Yifi Liu uh, who plays Mulan? Mulan. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, she did a really good job. I was very surprised. Where I'd be like, I wasn't. I'd be like, I don't know anything about the actress, but she did a very good job. Yeah, I thought she yeah. did a great job. Was, uh, I think they did a to... really good job of casting someone who looked very similar to the uh, mm -hmm. the way she was drawn in the Mulan animated yeah. movie. Mm -hmm. So and I thought she it was worked good choice. very well switching back and forth between uh, male Mulan, which is right. not called Ping in this version. No, it's I don't no. know what they called her, but and, um, and yeah. regular Mulan. Yeah, she does a really good job. Um, so what do y'all like about this film, guys? I am a big Kung Fu movie fan from way back. Uh, you can somewhat blame Power Rangers on this, even though that's not Kung Fu. Bum, bum, but bum, it's bum. martial Asian martial arts is kind of a fun thing to watch. And uh, many years ago, I got into stuff like uh, uh, Kung Pao, even though I didn't watch that to this year. Uh some of the stuff in the Matrix, uh, I, uh, the Forbidden Kingdom was a good one, uh, and the Great Wall, which is a criminally underrated <laughs> movie in my opinion. Um, I think people were just mad that it had uh, was it, is it Tom Cruise that's in that or Matt Damon? Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. I think people were just mad that a white man was in a movie that they thought was supposed to be full of Asian people. Well, I, yeah, that was. I think that was the big thing. Is we, even though they explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So in American cinema, we for so long like to create these movies where an American goes in and saves uh, China yeah. or Japan or, or, or Westerner was, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and that was kind of the idea was that it was kind of mad because that was still occurring mm -hmm. instead of using Asian Americans. But, was the but idea. I will say at the same time, that movie was still a very well done movie and I enjoyed it. Even yeah. though there was some power Rangers esque <laughs> stuff in there. Um, take that for what you will. And the fact that this is essentially what this is, uh, is something I enjoyed immensely. I, I liked the uh, the the use of turning the the crow or the raven actually I think mm -hmm. from the original movie into a character that is essentially 
the evil version of Mulan. Yeah. yeah. You get right down to it. Um, I I liked I, I liked the uh, it with the, with the music how you at least even though we don't get the songs from uh yeah from the, from the original movie they at least will pl- played reflections as an instrumental and they played man uh make they didn't a man play make a man oh yeah I, I was listening for that they did quote the line they did that's right they yeah. did. from from there at one point during the training far after the events that where the song took place but uh I, so I like those allusions to that, and of course, uh, Ming Na Wen's cameo, mm. uh, completely uncredited. Yeah, and I just—it was just a f- going into this movie. I didn't know what to expect. The last trailer I had seen for it had been back before COVID, uh, so it'd been a while. I had recently of course seen uh, Mulan 98 for our uh, Cellcast episode and I was a little worried going into this were they going to try and get uh, somewhat political in one, in many different ways which I don't like when they do and I'm pleased to say that if there was a political message in this movie I missed it outside of what's in Mulan 98, and I feel it's actually even less there. This is a fun action-adventure movie mm-hmm. that's about being true to yourself. True. More than it's about any kind of uh, political agenda. Uh, and yeah. I'm sure part of that is because it's got to play well in China, if we're being honest. That's that's probably too true. I would actually argue that I felt that was one of the problems with this film, is that where Mulan was this very good female empowerment sort of movie in this one, they kind of change it from part of it being the fact that she's just a woman, but in order for her to be as good or better than the guys, she has to have uh, this uh, amazing ability to use her key, like make her, she has to almost be magic. Dragon Ball Z power. Right. Like I felt like in many ways that was a step back, which I felt was not so good. Here's the, way i will defend that sure they point out that that chi is not the kind of stuff that women are supposed to have if women have it they are supposed to hide it sure yeah uh which is why the witch was an outcast Mm -hmm. and why her father was more worried about her uh at the beginning than he was in the 98 mulan uh Look, I, 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 I get you that. Still ha- you still have the same problem because she is supposed to be the perfect a bride, sure. which she fails at. Mm-hmm. And I think they actually give her a harsher treatment for that failure sure. in this movie than they, they did do. in 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actively, without any... I think, without without any... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh she is, it's very obvious she's dishonored her family multiple times throughout sure. this movie. And mm-hmm. it's not until she actually saves China that she really gets honor for herself. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I can see maybe it could have been a little bit more female empowerment. But in many ways, I feel that the, they're kind of going for more of a Wonder Woman-esque type of character than I would say the original Mulan would have been going for. Because yeah. in Mulan, she was a normal girl who, through strength and determination, was able to become a great warrior. Yeah, right. Here, she had a little bit of a leg up, but it, that leg up could have been a detriment. Was a detriment to her otherwise. Well, look what I what I'm saying is uh, like if you took Mulan, the original film, away, this would be a good movie, and you could still make the women empowerment argument to an extent. It's yeah. not as much they toned it down. But what I'm saying is, considering Mulan in 1998 had a bigger push for the fact that she was just a woman and she was able to make all this happen, I think was a bigger thing. And even the original story, she doesn't have powers either. And I get yeah. they're trying yeah. to make a fantastical story, and it yeah. does a lot for making it more of an action film. But I, I do feel that it takes away from that message that and I in- think was good and was valid, even in today's standards. I mean, yeah. there's still argument for that. So, you know... 
And I would argue that the chi aspect of this film and all the stuff connected to it is ultimately filler. Yeah, sure. If we're being on, because ninety percent of what she does, she doesn't need chi for. Sure. In terms of true. how she actually saves the emperor, there's some stuff that required that, but. That was not anything she had. The only advantage that thing did was it allowed her to make a connection with the witch who showed her where the Emperor was Yeah, yeah at I mean, the end of the movie. There was the fight scene where she goes in and beats everybody up with the bow staff with no armor on and stuff. But, I mean, you know, again, yeah. I, I think that it's a fun he, movie still, and I think there's that fantastical sort of, again, kung fu movie mm-hmm. that we get uh, from other things, kung fu style type thing, you know what I mean, like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or right. any sort of... A uh, classic kung fu movie where you see them doing these crazy things that are not normal, uh, that mm-hmm. are a little superhuman, plus our superhero sort of modern film. And yeah. I think they're using some of that, trying to make it way more action, way more intense, way more yeah. extreme. But all I'm saying is I think it takes away from the message a little bit that the original film did. That That's it. I'm not saying it makes it bad. I right, think right. in many ways this film is far more, enjo- for, far more enjoyable for me as mm-hmm. an adult male. I'm just saying that I yeah. think it does take away from the message a little bit that they had done now, before. Now, I will say as a critique of the film, I kind of wish they had not tried to pull in those influences of the superhero movies and mm-hmm. very painfully mm-hmm. obvious Darth Vader <laughs> into yeah. this one. I mean, we were not far from her. That being like her long lost sister at some point. Yeah. Right. We or if her not... mother hadn't been there, we would be going, Is that her mom? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. That could it, be it... her that could be her aunt for all we know. Yeah. Right. Um we we're not fa- we weren't far from that. And as much as I appreciate that trope, yeah. Because of Star Wars being Star Wars, I can spot that character from a mile away. And yeah. that's who that character was. Yeah, and I, um, I think they did a good job to an extent with it. I don't think it was just totally a ripoff of Star Wars on that aspect, sure, but I think it yeah. does kind of, again, it changes the story enough. It makes it fun. It makes it different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think considering and, it's one of those, this is the live-action remake of Mulan, I think that's taking it a step away from the story that they yeah. probably could have done without. Yeah. So, yeah. Jacob, what do anyway. you think? I do like the aspect they uh, they changed the character of Mushu into a phoenix. That it's like yeah, be like you you no longer have more of the comedy aspect. They made it more of a serious film, and uh, I enjoy it that I made it a more serious film. Um, the they ramped up even more the historical accuracy within this film, which I loved. Uh, now, granted, within our mo- our modern culture, they could have just what you know wiped it away a little bit, you know, smeared it a little bit, made it more, it's all men and, men and women are equal during that time. They didn't, you know, try to uh, brush away history a little bit, but they kept historically there. And I love that. I love that about this film. I love it when they put historical, accurate, uh, cultural relevance, cultural this, um, things that went on during that time period. And I love that about this film. I feel like I applaud the film for that. Because it's like, okay, we're going to keep to the original movie, but we're going to put a little more emphasis on the historical points. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that Mulan, uh, like you said, dishonored her family, that she was to know her place as a woman within the uh, the, cha- the, the uh, Chinese family. So, yeah, with the historical accuracy, like I mentioned on the, uh, the previous episode, the, uh, the, the cell cast, when, one of the things that bugged me in the original one was the lack of... Uh, uh, bow and arrow combat archery or whatever and in this one they do a really good job of showing off mm-hmm. uh the asiatic composite bow mm-hmm. uh between or the horse bow as it's often called between the scenes where uh, mulan's chasing mulan and several are chasing uh uh the huns i guess if you will um, well they're not they're, they're, they're not, not called huns the huns. in this they're, one they're um i don't even know what they're called in this one. i can't even remember um there are nomadic tribes. There are mo- nomadic, nomadic tri- tribes. So it's right, right. Probably the Huns, but it's not officially the Huns. Right, or yeah. some other group from from that area. Some um, on the Silk Road. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mongolian stuff. Anyway, so in this case, uh, we do get to see it more used again, like with like you were talking about with the history 
that's one of the things that I appreciated is we're getting to see more period correct combat uh, in that as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just said, the combat in this movie is just phenomenal. It's like wow, I have I haven't seen combat like that or like martial arts combat mm-hmm. in a movie like this in several years. One of my favorite moments of that is when she uh, she gr- she runs behind them, grabbing all the uh, helmets and sets <laughs> yeah. them up. So oh, like that she's was got a perfect. garrison right there. Yeah, and they have to, and and somehow convinces them to turn those trebuchets all the way around. <laughs> Yeah. So that sh- so that they'll fire and cause the avalanche Lynch. to happen. Yeah, no, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there going, okay, I know these guys aren't t- may not be the <laughs> smartest cookies in the drawer. Yeah, well, but you do know there's a mountain with uh, with okay. snow up there, right? So yeah. here, here's avalanches my are a that. thing. Here's my gripe on that. As accurate as they were hitting those shells of shields, and mm. they missed her by like a mile. It looks yeah. like yeah. Several miles, exactly. Uh, Especially since she stood there for a good three minutes. Yeah, I mean, they know where they're coming from. Watching the things going. They 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 know where they're coming from because they're just pinking the ha- the helmets off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I mean, you could guess that the trebuchet guy misses. That happens. I mean, sometimes you yeah. over calculate. Yeah. Also, also, I don't think that that hit that low with a trebuchet would cause that big of a a. a, a avalanche but i mean it's possible i guess i was just it wasn't just one hit it was a couple and she Mm. did use a lot of that for cover for her to use her chi to shake the ground yeah she did see i didn't think she was using her chi to shake the ground it's kind of well she's got her hand down there like near the ground and you can kind of hear feel a rumble yeah yeah i thought i assumed somehow she was using her chi to shake the ground but then we don't see her use anything like that before or after this point yeah see so it's i assume no i assumed she was feeling for the earthquake vibration type things of the snow moving and yeah hmm. now i will say if she could do that she didn't need the trebuchets <laughs> right. or, or the thing to hide it no from. so yeah. she that could have gone a little bit faster in my opinion probably so it's like oh yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna bring down this mount with my my chi. Well, yes. maybe she just needed. Maybe it was the extra. Maybe she just pushed yeah. a little extra. Right. And with the collisions, maybe it caused. Maybe. I don't know. That's, way. That makes sense. I, I at this point, that entire scene, I kind of throw out to movie magic and be done with it. For sure. For sure. Because it's still an awesome thing to watch, and it is a nice throwback to how they defeated the Huns in the original movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very on, much on, so. on that mountainside. Uh, so I kind of let that go in many ways. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things. I think if they had me in a theater and I was just in the movie, like, like you're supposed to be, it would be much like, uh, like let's say the shark scene where he gets blown up in jaws, even though yeah. it's not feasible, not something we would figure would work. We might believe it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of what they're going for at that point. So I don't know. Anyway, I, I felt like it was just uh, maybe because we're watching at home, maybe because I wasn't as impressed as I might have been otherwise. Uh, maybe that's why I was so skeptical of it. But, hey, you know. Well, um, admittedly, when you're shifting back and forth between a, sc- between a bigger screen and a tablet, you're <laughs> not as focused on yeah. the movie as you would like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, like it obviously affects the timing and stuff, too, You, would, yeah. I would say. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. It was just couple of moves uh mm. but yeah now one thing i do want to say i'm i'm very grateful because i remember drew telling me this and me having a dream you saying it because i say that over in the, the cell cast of somehow mulan being the emperor's daughter and is like how in the world would that work because <laughs> I, I, I was very grateful they didn't go that route uh, recently, I just watched uh, uh, the live-action Aladdin movie. I ah. really, really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of turning Jasmine into the Sultan. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's just me Be like, historically, I don't think that ever would have happened. In, it's a in, Bollywood musical. You got to well, let it go. They, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they do a little bit of... Uh, 
of adjusted retelling and that modernizing. Yeah, they do. Quite and, uh, you uh, know. That, that aggravated me just a little bit. I had quite a few issues with Aladdin's live action if we ever decide to take that one on. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I've got a handful of complaints on that movie. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah. Um, but, but, you know. Other, but yeah, other than that, it was uh, it was a really enjoyable film. Uh and there again, I can see where people complain like, oh, the music's gone or like one person was complaining because uh, when uh, Mulan is when the uh, emperor gives her the sword, everyone bows to her. Uh, they were saying be like, well, they took that out of the movie. This was done. It's like, OK, this was done more privately. Uh-huh. And uh, I understand where the movie's coming from and I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. But it's more like, Meh. Plus, the difference is, is in the animated movie, she is taking the spoils of war. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. In the live, a- in this one, she is being gifted a very expensive sword by the emperor, which yes. is probably a much higher honor. Especially since I'm fairly certain that she had jade in it. Yeah, it had jade, which in is it. very expensive. And oh they, yeah, it's they they may have made it and then brought it, kind of thing too. Yeah, yeah. You're, this doesn't. This isn't like the emperor's personal sword. This is one that right. they're gifting her. It's it yeah. seems different, right. or at least had to have the logo emblems put on it. So yeah, I I do like the idea that you have the 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 father is doing the narration over mm-hmm. the beginning and the end of the the legend of Mulan. Yeah, that she that legend deals still continues. She goes in and she becomes part of the 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 emperor's personal guard, like the emperor's guard or something mm-hmm. like that. One of those. Yeah. But, um, Apparently, I, I, they have uh, approved a sequel. Oh. Like, okay. Well, okay. So speaking of the dad, Zima, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic, act, fantastic yeah. actor. He's been around forever. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, and I really enjoy him in this. Oh, it's pronounced Taima. Sorry. Taima. Uh, it's spelled T-Z-I, but it's pronounced Taima. I was just looking it up. It's all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, he does a great job. And kind of like you mentioned at the in the first one, in the end of uh, at the end of the movie, his line about he doesn't, uh, you know, not caring about the sword because she lost it yeah. and all that uh, it, at the end of this movie was just, and how she was the prized possession. Yeah. Uh, it's very touching. Uh, it is. It is. Really it good job. Um, I think he does a good job from the beginning. He uh, does. He, do, he, he does. He does portray a, a father who does deeply care about his daughter and wants the best for her. And what he does towards the beginning of the movie, it's like, hey, you need to hide your gifts. And mm-hmm. You need to be, you need to uh, understand fall into the role you were supposed to, but he's, he wants her to be who she is. But at the same time, it's be like, I don't want her to suffer any kind of fate because she, she's, you know, she's not acting the way the culture demands her to be. Right. Right. So he's just trying to protect her. And I mean, that's all he's trying to do. Like he does a good job. And I mean, he, as the character does, he's trying to let her be her as long as he can. Yeah. Uh, and embrace who she is, but then he's like, "All right, like like the wife has just told me, you gotta start being more like a woman, you know." Yeah. So, I, I, but, I go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna bring up the fact that one of the things that does kind of annoy me about, well, not annoy me, but an interesting little complication to that is the fact that uh, he, being a soldier, mm-hmm. at one point would have had to give the same oath that we see the soldiers have to give later in the film yeah. to uh, honesty, bravery, and true, I think is what it was. Yeah. Loyal, yeah. brave, and true. That's loyal, what it was. brave, and true. In many ways, while he is very loyal to his daughter and is brave in allowing her to be who she is, when he starts asking her to hide who she is, hide yeah. that she... He is breaking that vow, and that yep. is what causes the problems. That that is true. That is where the problems start. It yeah. is what causes Mulan not to be able to even say that last word when she has to give the vow. Oh yeah, absolutely. Later, when uh, later on, yeah, it's that it is like he was very much intending to protect his little girl. Yeah, but still let her be who she was. That uh, caused the problem. Now, admittedly, letting her go off and be a warrior would have been a lot more awkward. Yeah, uh, 
uh, out in the open because I don't <laughs> think the military w- that 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 uh that army would allow her to go in there. Yeah. She'd have to follow along maybe and try to figure it out, much like she has to do after she it's revealed who she is. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's more of the be like the the father is restricted by the the mm-hmm. uh, the culture of the time, right. and th- there's still a lot Which of that is same culture. Him not to be able to fulfill his oath. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know you can tell that he. He feels bad about it. That's kind of the oh, thing. Yeah, like she, yeah. when she returns, you know, at some point he's sitting there kicking himself about the way he treated her and the way he did, the mm-hmm. way he was raising. I mean, at some point, I mean, he well, it's I, obviously been, it's probably been what a year since she left. Something he like do, that. He doesn't know if she got found out and killed. Right. She doesn't. He doesn't know if maybe she got into battle and got killed. Yeah. Yeah. She, he doesn't know anything that has occurred the entire time she is gone. Mm-hmm. So the very act of seeing a a young this his young little girl who he was forced the minute he realized that she was gone and he couldn't go after her because that would guarantee her death. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had to write her off as essentially dead. Yeah. Yeah. And pray that maybe if he got lucky, somehow she would be able to return yeah. to him. But that, you have to admit, is the least likely thing. You see this in the animated one, too, even though we didn't get into it over there. Yeah. Uh, but here I feel it so much harder than I did in the other one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they do a good job in this one of pushing realism more than they and i say that completely acknowledging the the uh, almost supernatural effects to this yeah i feel like they do a better job of uh showing the realism of the personal connections yeah uh, i agree with that family and honor and everything and how how important that is Mm -hmm. um and that impact on the chinese culture oh yeah Um, you know and i think i think they do a much better job of that that's that's i guess the best point there um this one we we see those relationships we see them develop we see the characters develop mm-hmm. um you know it's not it's not two-dimensional uh for lack of a better uh, no. term um right so but yeah um what else do we need to say about this film what did you think about the uh the the character of the witch okay so um what's her name okay i think it's like Zhang Ang or something like Zhang something Zhang like that. or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, um, but uh, played by Li Gong. Mm-hmm. I think she's a great character. Uh, I was mm-hmm. shocked a little bit by the turn, you know, where she's uh, basically helping Mulan. Yeah, that, that was that was. A, I, I I understand her approach from right. it, but it was just like okay. Yeah, she's, see, that's the thing for me is that turn made no sense to me from her point of view. Right. I, I mean, know she's jealous in many ways that Mulan was able to do what she wasn't apparently able to right. do because she's leading the army, apparently. Yeah. I, I'd like to point out that she only led five guys, not yeah. the entire army, but the she... elite tactical squad. Yeah, a very elite tactical squad, uh, much like in the original. But... And at the same time, she, the queen, sorry, the queen, the witch is essentially won by the end of that movie. Now, admittedly, as she says earlier in the movie, she's just a slave to yeah. Bari yeah. Khan. Mm-hmm. And maybe she thinks that uh, if she helps Mulan, then maybe, just maybe if she's lucky and this all turns out well, I can, things can not be able to turn out better for me, but... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just it feels like it goes from I, I'm evil and I'm going to take over everything. I'm on this side completely, mm-hmm. and yeah, it sucks. But at least here I have dignity and I have some respect, even if I'm treated like a slave. Yeah. And she turns 180, and it, that 180 turn does not feel believable. Right. It's not to me. Right. Like, I feel like maybe she's going, okay, well, at least, like, I think this girl's actually doing the thing which none of us are going to be able to do Mm -hmm. at this point, which is gain respect and gain some kind of place in society uh, or or prove that we can do as much. Yeah. And I guess that's the gesture. Like, she's like, oh, I've been doing it. Oh, and they're still making fun of me or mocking me or saying that 
you know, I'm her, I'm his slave and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But look at this girl. She's freaking leading people, even though she's already admitted she's a girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's still getting to do what she wants to do. Uh, well, and I mean, I guess that's it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, other than that, a, I don't see a good reason. There's a part of me that has to compare this scene to uh, the end of Return of the Jedi where Darth Vader turns good on point. the Emperor. Sure. That, that is far more up, believable though. because A, I guess they had much more buildup, and B, you had aspects of Darth Vader's character before this that showed that he wanted to turn. And he was even the though he father. did not know how, yeah. and seeing his son be in yeah. mortal pain because the Emperor was going to kill him is what caused him to move his hand. You don't get any of that from yeah. the witch. No. All you get is, oh, you you were actually able to do something I couldn't. Well, maybe I should be listening to what you're doing. Yeah. See, like if they and maybe had done I should it, be helping you. It's like if, uh, if if they had done it as if she was this exiled um, woman from the same area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she maybe was. From like, the same place that Mulan is from. Yeah, maybe Mulan knew of her when right. they were growing up. Yeah, be right. Or an aunt, was... or some form of connection that she had turned to the dark side, if you will, or whatever, or had well, rebelled against society and become this witch. Whatever. I, I think I could she, get along with it better, but there's she, no connection. If she had been, like, say, a local legend that maybe parents told their kids, say, here's why you shouldn't do this. Look at what happened to this poor woman who tried to gain power but had to but was forced into exile and is no longer allowed to live and then mulan having heard this story as a child meets the woman and finds out what's actually going on and tries to get her to turn i could believe that far better that makes sense but as far as we know no one in china knows who this woman is I guess the only argument I can see is the woman was trying to put elevate herself and maybe get it to where women in general could do better, you know, have a place. Maybe she was thinking mm-hmm. that uh, this new guard, if you will, if the emperor was killed, would be more uh, accepting of women. And then to hear mm-hmm. him them refer to her as a slave and all this, maybe it was like, okay, well, I'm not accomplishing what I want. I'm literally just a slave to these people but this girl might actually make something happen i mean i guess that's got to be it that's got to be the best you know so i mean that's i guess that's the most reasonable one i mean thinking of it now but Mm -hmm. yeah uh i don't know i mean i feel like that's a it's a bit much i think a little more detail could have been used so we knew for sure but you know i mean i like the character i just felt that turn at the end was a little bit vague a little bit yeah Harsh. Yeah. Quick. All right. I'm good. Okay. Like maybe if she had just attacked him instead, or something, or tried to stop him from mm-hmm. killing her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but to actually die in exchange, I think, was a little bit of a yeah. a stretch well, on the believability. And, and plus the fact that she was leading Mulan to him. Yeah. I could not tell if she was doing that because she felt that she was trying to help Mulan, or if she was leading Mulan into a trap. Right. Yeah. Right. It should, while, while it might be not so obvious to the character, we ought to be able to at least have an inkling of which way we're going, because I couldn't tell which side of the road she was on. And if maybe you may, trying to... If, you, if she had made it look like, oh, I'm going to lead this girl into a trap, even though that wasn't her plan, I could live with it a little bit more, but that's not how this feels. I also felt she was trying to get Mulan to switch sides. So you yeah, know, there was a lot of that. So you know, maybe that was the whole point. But I don't know. It, it feels the relationship between the witch and Mulan is so complicated that it's almost might as well not be there for what little good it does. I would love to see some like, especially if they're going to do a sequel. I would love to see more with the character because I think the witch is such a cool character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would love, maybe we get some mythos. Maybe she comes back. I don't know. Whatever. You know, they can do anything. They can kick arrows out of the air back at each other. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Who's to say that somehow that transformation back and forth doesn't somehow heal a wound or something? Sure. Sure. Who knows? It's magic. It doesn't have to be explained. <laughs> Disney magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, wait a minute. I forget. We're dealing with Chi. That means Dragon Balls exist. They can just wish her back with the seven Dragon Balls. 
<laughs> does uh does that mean that the other one pro- promoted Mushu to uh, that dragon stance uh, <laughs> a level or not? I'm just curious. I'm just saying if Eddie Murphy does not show up as the Eternal Dragon in the sequel, that I be will great. be pissed. I, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> How do you summon Eddie Murphy? I mean, <laughs> that's what I want to know. Do you I'm yell? I mean, he's got plenty of catchphrases. I don't know if you yell something about buckwheat or uh, <laughs> what. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway. So, uh, uh, what else do we need to touch on, or should we jump into our rating? I'm ready to go into rating if y'all are. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into the rating. Who wants to go first? I'm gonna give this movie a eight. That's a high number considering five is perfect or really high. Sorry, I got confused which one we were on. Let me rephrase. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. I'm giving this one a four. Um, sorry. Uh, this is a fun movie. It's got it's it's a nice action ride from beginning to end. Yes, it's got problems that I would prefer were fixed better, especially with the witch, but. At the same time, it's an enjoyable ride, and I can... The problems I have with most of this movie, I can write off and just say, you know what, that's just how it is. It's not the end of the world. This is still a good, fun movie, and that's kind of how I feel about it. I think it's... uh, The character Mulan, overall, is much more understandable in this than in the original, but I'm still over here chafing at the lack of my favorite song not even being represented, except for a line or two. So I'm going to give it a four. I will give it a four point five. We'll get a four point five. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie tremendously. It has you know a lot of the the same spirit is within it when it comes to the original, the 1998 version. Um, it's added and it's added to the mythos of the story. It uses a lot more of the historical accuracy, which I love because I'm a amateur historian nerd. And, uh, the, the story's great. Character's great. Um, the environment with uh, most of these Disney live action films, they build these enormous set pieces, mm-hmm. enormous. And, uh, you can definitely, you can feel the budget in this movie. It's just so yeah. huge. And uh, it's it's definitely it's a movie most definitely worth going watching. Get with a bunch of friends, family, what have you. Turn on the TV and watch Disney Plus, and uh, go enjoy the film. I hope maybe someday they'll put this in theaters. That'd be nice. That would be nice. I would go see it in theaters if they did. Honestly, I don't care if it's an IMAX. <laughs> honestly, with the way the theater situation is right now, especially around here, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised they didn't. Yeah, I am too. But honestly, if that's not the way they wanted to go, it's not the way they wanted to go. Right. Kind of feels bad that they thought New Mutants would do better in movie theaters than uh, than Mulan. Well, I think they just knew that New Mutants would get more cash if you had to pay to see it. Right. <laughs> then they would earn off of putting it on Disney and people that's wanting probably, to watch it. That's probably fair. So. Plus, uh, New Mutants would not have worked good on Disney Plus. It's too uh, nasty. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so for me, uh, this is a tough one. Like, basing it on Mulan, the animated film, I would have to definitely score it a bit lower uh, because I feel like it does take away from some of the things that were great in the first one. Uh, But at the same time, if I look at it as just a movie without basing it on Mulan, I feel like it was a fun action film uh, in many ways. Um, So with that in mind, I'm going to give it uh, a 3.5 I feel like while it's not as good about being a uh, a woman empowerment story I do mm-hmm. feel like it's still there I feel like um, I feel like some of the elements are there I feel like it gets supernatural and fun and a little more like mentioned before kind of like that kung fu movie of, of the old days or something in the vein of like uh, a modern martial arts film in some ways uh, not not as accurate as some martial arts films would be more like maybe like a crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of Mm -hmm. wire flying around a little bit fest um but i think it does a really good job of representing some of the things some of the elements of the original and again we get more 
of a historical look with the uh, seeing uh, bow combat, even though the way people are flipping up and down on horses while they're going, mm-hmm. not very realistic. I'm not saying there aren't a couple people who could do it. It seems a little, little nuts, but um, yeah, I think three and a half stars is about the best I can do with this because I feel like while it does take away from some of the other, I feel like in some ways it's better than the original for me as far as my viewing pleasure goes. Uh, and again, if they hadn't put Ming Na Wen in it, uh, Ming Na Wen in it, I don't know what my score would be, mm. but it would definitely be lower. <laughs> Even though she's <laughs> only in it for that one little scene, I think that uh, that makes it that's very important to me. So uh, yeah. Plus, she do have that little geeky moment where she says, uh, "Your Your Excellency." Hua Mulan. It's like, yeah, you're you're Fa Mulan. I'll go with that. Oh, you mean her? Okay, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, wrong one. <laughs> yeah, but again, I think I think most of the cast is good in this movie. I think it's fun. Uh, I just don't think it's a great movie. I think it's as far as a Disney live action remake, it's not bad though. So yeah, you should watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Figure out your own opinion. But yeah, yeah yes. So. Always uh, form your own opinion when you go watch a movie. Exactly. Yeah. And unless there's anything else, uh, that's our review of Mulan from 2020. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative, or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.